0: Hey you guys, I was looking for a website to house my RSS feed and luckily I stumbled onto this website called Anchor. It's really easy to use. Within a few minutes, Anchor got my Google and Apple podcasts updated and a bunch of others too. I also found out I can create my podcast there as well. So be sure to use Anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm. Anchor is amazing.
1: Thank you for listening to Awakened Radio Network at AwakenedRadio.net. Join us to take part in our live chat room, our forum. Check out who's going to be interviewed next on our interviews page. AwakenRadio.net is brought to you in part by TheBarefootGuru.com. Visit TheBarefootGuru.com today to find out how you can take part in the Creative Playground Mastermind Group. You will learn how to be awake, aware, alert, and to create, create consciously the life that you really do want to experience, visit the barefootguru.com today. Awakenedradio.net is brought to you by you, the listeners. Those of you who tune in and listen to us, who take part in our broadcast. To join us on our website to chat with us and interact with us. Those of you who also shop our Awakened store and help us stay on the air and stay growing. You can also support our station by visiting AwakenedRadio.net and clicking on the donate button. Your love gift help us to keep the station up and growing strong. Thank you for being part of Awakened Radio Network at AwakenedRadio.net. Awakened Radio, your people-powered radio station. Join us today at AwakenedRadio.net. Tell all your friends, join us in the chat room. Look forward to talking with you there. And now, back to the
0: show. Good evening. Uh, It is another episode of Spiritual Calling, and so it means that it's it's Tuesday, 8 o'clock. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't um, available last week. I was uh, actually uh, very sick last week. I was um, trying to get over a flu that just would not go away. It was holding on for dear life. I, I Actually, I think I mentioned that I was a little bit um, under the well, weather, the week before that happened, and it seemed like it got worse and worse, and then um, last week it just took all my energy, and I just couldn't, um, I couldn't hack it, (laughs) but I'm back this week, so I'm glad to be back, I feel great, and I'm glad I'm back with you, Um, so uh, just in the one week that I've been gone, there's been so many changes um, with Awakened Radio and uh, many good changes, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, just many wonderful changes with AwakenedRadio.net and um, just seeing how it's going to have, make an impact on uh, make an impact on the the world, you know? So I can't wait to see uh how how, you know, we're gonna change the world. And I definitely want um our view our viewers to be a part of that. And how I want to be a part of changing the world is through um this infamous website that I've been talking about. Um spiritualcalling.com and um, actually um, www.spiritual-calling.com and um, I you know have few big me I mean every day I'm working on this website and um, and uh, finally I've gotten um, I've gotten somewhere I'm, I'm very happy that I've gotten a little little bit somewhere, and it's giving me some hope <laughs> with uh with um it's giving me some hope with um hoping that you know it'll be completed soon and again i I'm constantly telling people you know it's um taking a lot longer than I ever expected, but um you know sometimes. Just to give the extra loving that is required, it needs that extra time. So uh, hopefully um, it'll be done soon. I'm I'm getting other people involved, which I thought um, I wouldn't have to do, but I'm getting um, other professionals involved so that Um, You know, I can get sure that it's something that when people come, they um, are uh, are blown away. You know, this is not your little, you know, HTML website, you know, do it yourself. I mean, it's really not. If it was that, it would already be up and running. It is a really um, dynamic website where people can go and um, leave something, you know, Put something how they feel and and what their concerns are, what their loves are. So um, I'm really I'm really putting my my soul into it. So just be praying for me and um, you know letting me know and um, that you're um, excited about it as well. Um, I might just it gives me an idea. I just might decide to put a little um a little blog on the um temporary site you know just to give me a little bit of mo- emotional support you know um i did put a link on my facebook page wwwspiritual w spiritual um calling dot slash index dot <laughs> so you click if you go to my my spiritual calling facebook page you can just um You'll see the link there in the about um, section. You can click on that, and um, and it's right now it just says privileged calling coming soon. That's all it says now. But uh, just go there and pick it, check it out. I mean, even though it's just one page, still you can go there and check it out. You know, so don't be afraid. Uh, so Becky Cam one in the chat room. She says, Hi, Donna. Hi, all. Very best greetings from Austria. Hi, Austria. Thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. You know, it's always great to see international listeners and American listeners. Um, And so, uh, a lot of things going on, and I'm not a big news person. I don't put the TV on and just have the news blaring at me. Um, I don't do that. And so, but uh when things happen in the world sometimes they it's getting so much news media and so much news coverage that you can't help um you can't you can't ignore it you know it's in your face so um me who don't watch television uh and try to stay away from it when I can sometimes it's impossible but when I can um saw that there were things going on in the world that I could not ignore. So one of those things were that um, Beyoncé was caught lip-syncing, and I thought, what is so ridiculous? Why do I care, and why does anybody care, and why is this woman, why is this in my face? You know, why is it something that I'm concerned about? It was all over the Internet, so I couldn't avoid it. I couldn't avoid knowing about this story that it was out in the atmosphere, so it was just pretty crappy that that you know, and I thought, wow, you know i'm trying I'm here trying to avoid stories just like that, and you know no television don't cut television on if I do see anything, um I'll see it on YouTube or you know I'll see it when I'm just um on the internet, which I do love. You know, because I get to pick and choose what I decide to to have coming at me. And that just, you know, blared at me. So I was kind of, you know, P.O.'d that I knew that people cared that, that Beyonce was lip-syncing the national anthem. You know, like it was, this was shocking that someone, you know, has a backup track. So then, um, paying... Came out, you know, just doing my regular thing, being me. And then I noticed that, you know, people are concerned that Michelle Obama rolled her eyes, you know, at um, Bainum, somebody. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, wow, you know, where has news gotten to where we're so concerned about someone having a backup track and someone, um, Watching someone interact with someone else and sort of give them a look like, you know, what you're saying doesn't make any sense. And this is all over the Internet. And if if it's all over the Internet, it's it's all over the television. And it's blaring at me. So I I just, um, it, it just shows me that, thank God I don't have a television on to have this stuff coming at me with all the opinions. Cause I didn't have the opinions. I didn't have anyone saying this is how they, you know, because now we have the put the the people who, um, you know, get up there and give their commentary about what's going on in, in events. And then you get all this extra negativity coming at you when someone's telling, you know, telling me that um, how I should feel about something. So that was shocking, and, you know, so within, I couldn't stay away. I mean, I couldn't I couldn't say, well, let me not, why, you know, ignore it. I wasn't going to do that. So, of course, I went on YouTube and looked it up and saw that it was about nothing. You know, it wasn't about anything. It was just ridiculous. So uh, it was just interesting. You know, I thought, you know, this, that's interesting to you. If that's news to you. Please call me. Let me know, then <laughs> so I can ask you. You know why? Why is that news? You know, and the number here is three three four six four nine seven two zero four. Again, that's three three four six four nine seven two zero four. Just call and you know give me some feedback about um what's really important news and what kind of news isn't important at all because. Sometimes it kind of confuses me about why something getting media attention. So, with that being said, uh, I want to talk about tonight. Tonight's topic, uh, you know, I was in my journal. I'm a I'm an avid journal writer. I'm always writing in my journal every day. You know, almost every day, you know, there are some days when I do give my journal a break, but mostly every day, the first place I go is my journal, and I'm always updating my journal throughout the day. And it was 20 questions that I ran into. I ran into um, the 20 questions that I think any spiritual person is going to be asking. And, and, uh, and, um I just you know was blown away like blown away by these questions that I saw um when I went to this page, and the first question i it just i went, wow, do I have an answer for that? What's my answer and it said, Why is there poverty and suffering in the world you know? Why is there poverty and suffering in the world? And I and I began trying to answer that. You know? I began trying to answer that question. And um and I'll give you my answer in just a second. But uh no but there's someone in the chat room at uh www.awakenedradio.net slash live chat room and not someone, it's Miss uh Donna Thing. And she said, do you journal about the news? No, I don't journal about the news. That um, I don't because to me um, – oh, no, it's not Donna. I'm sorry. This is Rob. Hey, Rob. How you doing? Um, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not seeing – I don't have my bifocals my on. But, Rob, you're asking me in the chat room, um, David, did you journal about the news? No, I don't journal about the news because um, – my journal is, what I said, it's a place that I go for inspiration. So when I go back and I look at previous journal entries, I don't go looking to depress myself. I go there to to look for inspiration, um, to look for hope, to look for spirituality, um, a connection to self, what do I believe. So I go there for those things. So I don't put, um, I have never put in um, news, news events into my um, into uh, my journal. Maybe something like nine eleven. I might put something in there like that, or something that really has um, hit the nation, or a hurricane, something like that. Maybe something with the weather, or something like that. Very, very important. Rarely I ever put something about um, about the news. Because it's like what, my journal is something a place that I go for inspiration, and if I'm putting horrible, negative things in my journal, and then uh, two years go by, and I have a place in, in WordPress where I currently keep my journals, um, is WordPress.com, which is a great place to do your journal. And I'll tell you more about that. If you don't have a journal set up already, you can go to wordpress.com and set your journal up. And there's a place where you can get a random post. So you log into your journal or your blog, and you hit, give me a random post or some random um, place in my journal, and it will shoot there. And I've done this. And there have been times, and I haven't always been the positive person that I am. (laughs) That I try to be, and I go back and I went, wow. In 2004, I was really negative. You know, on that day, on that day, I was really negative, and you begin to understand how negativity is um, can be contagious. Something that you wrote in 2004 can hunt you all the way in 2013. And you go back and read it, and you begin feeling those emotions, that worry, that anger, all that um, I felt, and I did, I felt all that anger and rage that I felt all the way back in 2004. So, and I said, well, if this is what, you know, I'm I'm setting up for myself. Then I better make some changes. So no, I'm very careful about what I put in my journal to make sure that when I'm looking at previous journals entries, um, this is a it's a source of inspiration. And um, you know, and I'm a tell it like it is kind of guy. You know, I'm gonna tell it like it is. But when you're telling it like it is, be sure you're telling it like it is that's going to benefit you because your story, the story that we tell ourselves is to be very careful about the story that we tell ourselves because if it's a negative story um, that we're telling ourselves, not only is it affecting you now, it's going to affect you years down the line, the, the negative story that you tell, because now the story that you tell, you know, we're creatures of habit and we have to continue experiencing the reality that that, story is bringing to us. Each story has a reality along with it. So I'm very careful about what I put in my journal. All that to say that. Um, so back to why is there poverty and suffering in the world? And my answer to that was, you know, in history, there have always been the few who have had plenty. And we'll talk about that because I saw a wonderful documentary um, yesterday that I thought was just great. And I'll tell you about it in just a moment. And um, the most have had very little. You know, there are people in this country that, you know, that are extremely, extremely rich. And then there the majority who are extremely poor. And so it's a disparity between the people who have and who have not. And um and this hasn't changed as society has moved forward. If you look back a hundred years i was read a book by um Napoleon Hill called um Think and Grow Rich and he was talking about he was talking about the the Great Depression back in um the nineteen thirties. Um I think it was around that time. It was a little bit before that time or a little bit after that time. But uh, he was mentioning the same issues that we're, we're dealing with now, where the riches were very, very wealthy and the poor is very poor. So this isn't something brand new. This is something that has existed for quite a while, you know, where it's been a big disparity in uh, the money that, the large number of the large number of population the majority of the population has and you know the few people how much money they have and it just seems very striking and strange. And I went on about you know, there are many fallacies about wealth. And there are. There's there's a lot of strange things people believe about wealth. And um happiness and life in general, and many people go through their lives dismayed by what life has shown them because their beliefs have been passed down through their family, community, society, and religion. So, many people are far removed from their God-given nature, and that's important, God-given nature. Um, I want to talk all um, all about these um, ideas, you know, that I'm talking about through this answer that I was given to this question, why the poverty and suffering in the world. It's very um, it's very difficult for humans to see suffering and feel sympathy and see lack and not feel powerless. Instead of resorting to, to sympathy, um, we should feel empathy. Because that's just the difference between sympathy and empathy. There's a difference. And because empathy is placing some, you know, hey, you know, there's another a human being, you know, and I see other human beings suffering. I go, you know, wow, you know, I feel compassion for that person I want to help that person I want to do something to to better the life of that person I'm looking at sympathy is, is just going oh poor 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 person or, or feeling sorry for someone but just doing nothing about it you know not. you know there's a is energy difference when it comes to empathy and sympathy so I want to um just clarify that you know Look the definition up of empathy and sympathy and see the difference about one is proactive and one is reactive. And there's a difference about um, truly helping someone and just feeling sorry for someone. Uh, And um, because we should place ourselves in other people's shoes, you know, and understand that – and understanding that we can um, be very helpful. And Rob has a question for me, and I'm sorry I didn't see your question, Rob. Um, Let me go back and see, Mr. Rob, what was your question? Oh, Rob said, did it make me feel something? I'm I'm assuming when Rob is asking this question, it was saying, the, um, what made me feel something you know Did going back into two thousand and four when i was of uh, the news okay this is i'm in the chat room you guys if you're listening to me on um on uh the radio um, I'm in w slash live chat and um robert's asking a question about my journaling and why don't i put uh why don't i put um news, you know, the news, things are going on in the news, why don't I put it in my journal? And I, I just don't, usually. And um, Rob wants to know uh, why not, you know, there's no reason, you know, the reason behind it, or does it make you, you know, even if you feel, I felt negative reactions to negativity in my, in my uh, blog, at least I felt something. Um, But, um, oh, so not the news, but the feelings connected to the news? Okay. clarifying that, Rob. Um, To me, um, this is my belief. My belief is that everything has energy. And the television is one of the most powerful um, things that produces energy in the world. You know, before the television was the radio, but watching the TV um, and you're seeing all kinds of uh, energy that's coming from the television, accompanied by beliefs, and you don't have any control over it. You cut the TV on, commercials are coming at you, um, commentary is coming at you, and you're and this is done um, on a subconscious level by people who have been trained. To, um get you to believe what you believe um people who will is many times more fun than the average person because they understand the laws they un- the people out there who understand spiritual law and manifestation law they understand it down to a niche and they have put that into our commercials and they've put that into our um uh, into our news, and it wasn't benefit me. When I watch news, I go, "Oh my God!" And yes, it makes me feel something. But why would I want to feel like a like I've, I'm living in chaos after I watch the news when I'm not living in chaos? So I had to uh, be careful about what I give my attention to. Because I know how I want to feel, and I don't want to feel like the world is in chaos because that's just not what I believe. I believe that the world is going just as it should, and so I want to be in tune to the things that support that belief, not giving my attention to things that says the world is falling apart that there's evil and destruction in the world and the devil is winning and you know, all that stuff, which I don't believe. So I don't go out looking for things to support those ideas. And when you watch the news, my God, after you finish watching it, you're you're it's what you wanna believe. Because that's the evidence to support it and it's not true. You know, if you really was to look at what's going on in the community and see the good things that are going on, the love and the compassion that humans have it's a very different picture than what the news represents and what it reflects and shows. Very good question, Rob. Thank you so much. Um, And so back to the poverty and suffering in the world. Um, uh, We'll talk more about that when we come back from our break, but I do believe we have two more minutes before we get to the break. Um, But I do want to talk more about the 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 difference between empathy and sympathy, and I want to talk more about, you know, why we, why do humans feel so powerless? Especially in America, we feel extremely powerless that we have no power over anything. We actually have, you know, more power than a, someone who's in a communist country, or someone who can't vote, or someone who uh, just um, live in a situation where. Their opinion doesn't have a major impact on the political system. And, uh, you know, we want to spring um, into action when we see injustice in the world. And that's extremely important. Um, so we'll talk more about that when we get back from the break. And hi, Susan.
2: Thank you for joining us. You're listening to the Awaken Radio Network. Visit the station's website at www.awakenradio.net. Our navigation links are located at the top of the page under the banner. Visit our forums to converse with our hosts. See our guests will be on the interview page. You can join in the conversations on a live chat room page. Thank you for listening to Awaken Radio Network. Awaken Radio Network is a radio station focused on reminding you how powerful you are. Our hosts share on self-healing, politics, UFOs, spiritual awakening, and everything in between. Join us in the chat room at awakenradio.net, or listen on your mobile device through tunein.com. Awaken Radio Network is brought to you by our advertisers, sponsors, hosts, and listeners like you. Shop at our on-site store and make donations to the station. Visit AwakenRadio.net to chat, shop, and donate. Thank you for keeping the energy flowing and the growth going.
1: And now, back to the show.
0: Hello, good evening. We're back with Spiritual Calling, and uh, we're talking about um, seven different issues. Excuse me. We talked about several different things, and what I left off before we went to break was, uh, you know, why is there poverty and suffering in the world? And uh, what I left off was about sympathy versus empathy. And what's the difference? You know, because I can have sympathy for someone, and it doesn't improve anything. It doesn't improve myself or the person that I'm um, Feeling sympathy for, but I think empathy. What I believe is empathy. Um, and it may not improve the person. You might can't improve the person that you're, you're seeing, and you feel um, sorry for, or you're feeling compassion for. But sometimes it doesn't improve our lives. It actually. Um, takes away from us so I think empathy to me is something that I try to feel compassion for people and try to understand that we all suffer the same that that no one's pain is greater or lesser than my own and if that person is suffering then there's a part of me that could experience the same kind of suffering so um, I try to keep that in mind when I'm dealing with people and I'm paying attention to uh, I'm, I'm paying attention to the suffering of others I try to do it through compassion and that empathy especially when someone does something that we deem as stupid because I you know when i do am when i'm when I am kind of bombarded by things that are going on in the world that I have to give my attention to, I have to go with a certain level of empathy. Because sometimes um, it's hard to have empathy for someone doing something that you think you would never do. Or you say, I would never feel like, I would never feel that. I would never do that. Through empathy, it can show you that if you're a human being, you have all the components that will allow you to do the same thing if put in the same situation. You know, no one is better than anyone else, or no one is um, less than anybody else. So I try to remember that when it comes to, when I look at what's going on out in the world, that we all suffer the same. So, um, and especially when I've been to uh, countries that, uh, I've been in countries that are less fortunate than America, and uh, the people that, even though they didn't have, all the things that we have in America like um go Walmart's is just down the street where you can get in your car and drive um a few miles sometimes less sometimes more to get to a Walmart to get to a Target buy um, you know whatever you want in bulk we we don't uh, some places don't have that luxury but it doesn't make, us, make them less than us. Um, one documentary that I was looking at, and it was called um, Born Rich, and there's a, a Johnson & Johnson heir named Jamie Johnson who actually produced this, uh, this documentary about the disparity between the rich and the poor. And he really goes into depth about uh why is there such disparity? Why is there such disparity between how much money the rich has have and how much money the pro- property is um between the, the poverty level. And it's only gonna get worse. You know, the 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 Babel quote and it's also one of my favorite songs Billie Holiday, and she says that the richer get richer and the poorer get poorer. Mother may have, father may have, but God bless the child that has his own. One of my favorite jazz standards. And it's so true. It's so true that... uh, It's so true that... uh, The rich gets richer and the poorer gets poorer. And the reason behind that is because There are certain people who understand certain fundamentals about life and other people who don't understand certain fundamentals about life. So when you don't understand certain fundamentals about life, life seems very confusing. And when a society doesn't understand or a community doesn't understand things about life, then they're going to have some major problems major problems and when we put someone in power because we have power to vote in this country we can vote for who we decide to vote for here in America and when we vote for someone that proves to the world that we don't understand certain fundamentals there are certain things that must happen you know to, to show that we don't understand certain fundamentals you know and we have to be very conscious about um what we put out into the world and who we put in charge to make decisions with our money, with our military. So be very careful about that because if one person in charge makes the wrong decisions, it affects all of us. It affects every single one of us. It affects the whole world. So we have to be extremely careful about knowing um, about knowing uh, the fundamentals about improving life and what does not improve life and making sure that we 're making decisions that improves our lives uh so that 's extremely important and I want uh people to begin asking more questions because people don 't ask and i' sorry i 'm so thankful for Rob for just asking a wonderful question about about feeling. You no, know, we want to feel something, and that's important. We want to feel something. And uh, there are times when I just want to feel something, and I listen to a, a song that I know that inspires me, or I'll go um, look at uh, uh, a movie that inspires me, but it wouldn't make any sense putting in something that I hate. <laughs> You know, saying, okay, well, I don't feel anything. Someone I'm going to go out and try to feel something horrible, want to go and talk to my enemies. You know, it wouldn't make any sense. I want to be inspired. I want to feel compassion and love because I know when I give my attention to that, it's going to be reproduced. It's going to be reproduced um, at an exponential rate when I give my attention to it. So I'm very careful when I give my attention to it. So I'm reading these 20 questions. I am not going to be able to get to every single one of them um, in this hour um, show. But the second question that was in this um, 20 questions about spirituality was, what's the, the, the relationship between religion, religion and science? And I'm, I tell anybody. I tell the Pope. <laughs> I'm not a religious person. I'm a, I'm a spiritual person because, to me, Um, What religion does is religion um, tells you how to live your life and what you should believe. And spirituality says that, you know, each person is born with their own um, beliefs and values. And you need to tap into that. You know, know yourself and present that at all times. You want to know who you are. and, And it's a constant evolving thing. So when you're constantly evolving and you don't even know who you are and you're not even trying to keep up with how, how who you're changing to be in every second, then you're going to be very lost. And um, in trying to present that at all times, it would be um, a nightmare for someone who is not being conscious about who they are, what they're about, what they believe. So spirituality um, is about trying to find out who I am, and once I have some kind of concept about who I am, I try to bring that to the table in my discussions, in my job, in my life, in any aspect of my life, I try to bring that to the table, and that's spiritual life. Um, Religion doesn't offer that. Religion says that, you know, this is what we believe, and you must believe this in order to get to heaven. And, um, you know that's not that wasn't nice to me <laughs> growing up when I was being raised in a Pentecostal church. I just felt like you know there's some things going on here that you guys aren't explaining to me. there's some things that I'm paying attention to that you guys are not talking about, and uh when you ask those questions the hard questions, um someone is gonna say to you shut your mouth you know shut your mouth you're asking the wrong questions and um, angrily I might add and sometimes that was the situation when you ask too many questions someone told you to shut your mouth and stop asking questions kind of fall in line and um, so I'm, I've I've never been I don't think of myself as a religious person but a spiritual person and um, a third question that I asked, this was a wonderful, wonderful question. I just thought, wow, this is just genius. And the third question was, why are there so many people depressed? And there are. I mean, if you look at the number of people that are on antidepressants, um, and I have nothing against antidepressants. If you your doctor says that you need to be on certain medications and, you know, that's what you need to do, then that's what you need to do. And, um, and, but unfortunately, what I've discovered for me is there are God given talents. There's certain things that are, that are in my nature that are in my DNA. I mean, they're just who I am. And I have to be mindful of that of my natural god given talents and try to cultivate that and when I go against it when I go against it um you don't you'll start feeling like you're disconnected and you have and I think that's where our depression comes from and I'll talk about you know another day about when I went through a depression it was, it was, a, it was a difficult time in my life um and um, Susan in the um live chat room at awakenradio.net. radio dot net, she said, I remember that point in my childhood. I did shut up until recently. I was um, conflict avoidant. And that's a lot of times that's what happens, Susan, when we're raised in um strict religious homes, when you start asking questions and someone says to you, you know, you know, shut your mouth and, and get in line. And you're just not allowed to uh, say, well, who wrote the Bible? Because that's the question that I that I asked when I was seven or eight. I, I asked my mother, I said, you know, Mom, who, who wrote the Bible? And she said to me, God wrote it. And that was very confusing for me because this church taught us, they didn't teach us what God was. They taught us what God was not. You know, God is not a man. He doesn't have hands or he doesn't have legs. He, he doesn't, you know, he's, he's, um, you know, this omnipresent force. And I said, okay, I, I can, I, okay, that's interesting. And I said, well, if he doesn't have a hand, you know, or a brain. How does this person have a brain or a hand write the Bible? And my mother said, you know, No, God wrote the Bible. And I said, how? She she looked at me and said, (laughs) as a black woman can, (laughs) she said, uh, don't you worry about that. Just know that God wrote it. And I said, okay. So it was sort of like telling me that don't ask any more questions, you know, and stop thinking. And this is what we believe. And that's it. So uh, many years later, I, it, it never really. Felt, I mean, I didn't ask any more questions about that because I I didn't want to, you know, be punished. Because you know I'm, I'm eight years old and my mother, she's my mother. So you know you stop asking questions because you don't want to be punished. Because you're just a child and you're so small and you know the adults are so big. So you know, but later when I got old enough. I had the chance to begin researching and finding out, well, where did the Bible come from? And as you go back and do the research, you will see that, you know, it's um, something that's been edited and re edited and rehashed and rehashed by kings and, you know, and uh, popes and many people to get it to the final place where it's at now. And um, it's many, 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 many people have um written the Bible. Basically, you know, I was shocked to discover that man wrote the Bible, you know? So um that's what I found out. So uh so many so many people are depressed in the world. I wanna get back to that about about depression and like I said, I'll go into um the years where I went through my depression I talked about that another, another time, and it was, it, it, it was, um uh, I need to wake up. That was the reason I was going through my depression. My life was telling me to wake the hell up, that there are things about you that you're going to have to accept. And if you can't accept these things, then you're not going to be here. You're not going to be in the land of the living. You're going to be dead through self-destruction if you can't accept who you are and what you believe and be willing to stand up for what you believe, you know, and I'm saying you all the time, but it's I, you know, what I believe, stand up for what I believe. And if I can't stand up for what I believe, my life cannot be here. I can't be in the land of the living. There are people who are able to lie and say they believe something and, and not even bother to go to life to investigate who they are as a person and get through life just fine. Maybe heavily medicated, um, heavily addicted to something, but my life wasn't going to allow me that. My life was going to make sure that if I'm going to be here, then I was going to have to say it like I mean it and be about it. So when I finally understood that, I was lifted. I was freed from from depression and from just having a minimal life. So my honest God belief to my core is that depression is derived from not being who you really are, not cultivating that, standing up in that. And when your beliefs and values are not who you are at the core, you're going to have some major problems. So, Um, Susan in the chat room, and I love your comments, and um, she says, my immediate family was not religious, but my grandfather was an Anglican minister. He was so cool that when my mother didn't want to baptize me so I could make up my own mind that he was all right with it. I asked questions about the stuff that no one knew answers to, and I think I made them think too hard and remember they were vulnerable. Yeah, You know, so uh, sometimes when people don't have an answer for you, it's like they just clam up or they don't have anything to say. But life is about questions. And I'm so glad that we have words and books that we can go back and, and see the thoughts of the giants that came before us to see what their wonderful thoughts were and we can build on those thoughts. And um, people like Wayne Dyer, one of the first books that I, I read um, when I was going through some difficult times in my life, I read this book called Emonia Zones, and that book really freed me a great deal about um, some of the beliefs that I held. They didn't even benefit me you know, the beliefs and values that I held had nothing to do with me. And that book sort of um, erroneous zones really opened my eyes. And I was so blown away by that book that I took it home and I kept listening to it over and over again because it it blew me away. And um, a a family member said to me, well, you know, it's I believe some of it, but some of it I don't believe. And I and I didn't ask any questions about, you know, which parts do you believe and which parts don't believe because I knew that they wouldn't believe it anyway. I knew that that that, that was so far from their perspective that they were never going to accept that we're responsible for our for ourselves, that we're responsible for our own lives. And we're responsible for what whatever happens to us. And most people don't believe that. So when they have someone saying that in a book, they go, wait a second, we're not responsible for what we believe. We're not responsible for for any of it. Someone else has control over our destinies. No, we're it. We are responsible for our destiny. You are in the driver's seat. So... Um, I'm in the driver's seat, and we have to take responsibility for the reality that we create for ourselves, and we have to be willing to say no to certain things, and yes to things that to things we want to experience, that we we would like to experience. other question that was, was from this 20-question survey about spirituality, and it said, why are we all so afraid? Why are, we so, why, why are so many people afraid? And people are. People are very afraid of, of so many things. And I think the biggest thing that we are afraid of is Change. I think that's the biggest thing that everyone is afraid of, change. And if nothing happens, what's going to happen is change. It's inevitable. So don't be afraid of the inevitable. Don't be afraid that things are going to change, except change, because change is going to happen. Nothing you can do about that. And um, the fifth question, when is war justifiable? You know, I, I kind of thought about that for a second. When is war justifiable? And my answer to that was war is never justifiable. War is never justifiable. War is a course of action. So that's what I believe. War is a course of action, not something that we justify. You know? And um, for one of the last questions that I want to I go into, how would God want us to respond to aggression and terrorism? And this is a little bit tricky. How would God want us to respond to aggression and terrorism? God would want us to respond to aggression and terrorism the way we would want to be treated, if we had initiated aggression and terrorism, because that's what happens. You know, if you send out negative, just negative behavior, and I and there's been times that I've done it. And I, I'm I'm a witness to it. I've I've put out negative intentions, negative emotions, and it all came back to me it all it all came back to me sometimes worse than when i first sent out negative intention negative emotions so when we send out negativity we should already expect negativity to come back to us it's just the way the universe works it's that boomerang effect so that we should respond to to um, we have, I mean, we have to, do what we have to do, but we we need to be compassionate. Um, so I have five minutes until my broadcast ends. Thank you guys for joining me, and I always try to end, um, end um, our uh, broadcast, the spiritual calling broadcast, um, talking about some of the things that are going on with spiritual calling. But I want to really talk about give kudos to Donna Devane, who runs net because um, she's really um, stepped it up. And I and I, I think 2013 is going to be a great, um, a great wonderful year for net and all the new hosts that have joined us, um, like Rob. You know, I'm, thank you, Rob. I really appreciate your your compliment, and um, it's going to be a wonderful year. And I just feel it. You know, we have to claim it. We have to be willing to put our stake into the ground and say, "This is what I want to happen." I am setting my intention, and this is what must happen. And I'm glad that Donna's doing that. You know, you can't make excuses. You can't apologize. You have to press forward. This is what makes a person successful. This is what makes a person do well out in the world. It's a person who's willing to make no apologies for saying this is the reason I'm doing this. This is what I want to happen. I want to be successful, and I want to take successful people with me. So and you can't, you can't get to that place if you're not willing to make that stand. So when I saw that email um, that she was making that stand, I said, finally, (laughs) finally, finally, she put her stake in the ground and she's saying, this is what I want. I have these ambitious goals and they're going to happen. You know, and this is the actions that I'm taking to make sure it happens. I talked last about rituals, about rituals last week, and one of the rituals that we do is uh, we go to work every single day. That's a ritual. We get paid every week, every two weeks, every month. That's a ritual. Another ritual is saying that this is what I want and being willing to do something about it to say, That this is me proving to the universe, to God, to myself, that I'm willing to do something about it. um, To express that I want this and I'm willing to do something about it. It may not even be, um, it may not even be in direct response to what it is that you want, but it is in the name of something. Have you ever done something in the name of someone or in the name of an experience? Have you done something? I mean, it, you may want to um, experience compassion. And you say, I'm going to do something in the name of someone. And through doing something in the name of someone or in the name of an event, You feel this rush of compassion and empathy. That's what Donna is doing. She's, she's really understanding that, that, you know, that when you say you want something, you have to be willing to show action towards it. And, um, she's done that this week and I've been very impressed. So I'm proud to be Donna, and I look forward to 2013. I really do. And you guys have a wonderful week, and I look forward to um, our next broadcast next week, and I'll be um, in the chat room listening to our other hosts' shows, supporting them, because um, you guys are just awesome. Have a great week.